Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Yes, today we're talking about how to reclaim your health. I mean, if, if you figure, your body is a tissue-producing machine. And we're going to go over what causes, helps your body produce healthy tissues and what causes your body to produce tissues that are not of good quality. Um, now, tonight, I'm going to be with Dr. Tony, a naturopath, brilliant guy. His, um, uh, his website is radiantgreens.com. So the guy is just brilliant. Second talk we've given with him, but it's going to be exciting. On the um, and this also it's going to be on the Doctor BVIP. Our um, censored portion is going to be how to detox from the jabs. Now there's a couple of things that you can't detox from, but we're going to get in since it is the censored. We're going to talk about autism, brain damage, and a lot of vaccine injuries that you can't talk about on regular media. And um, at Extreme Health Academy, I'm going to do another event with those guys in another couple of weeks where we're literally um, on the on a webinar where you, me, and about 40 other people are talking uh, at least once a month. But please, get to Extreme Health Academy. Uh, it's a group of people that know um, uh, what challenges are and how to solve them. Uh, now, if you know our entire system is pharmaceutically based and to understand how the pharmaceutical control of our lives. Now, this is different. It's different than you could have imagined. Back in the early, late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, chiropractors, naturopaths, homeopaths, they were all of equal status. And the key with that was that, that you know, they, they would have an, an old running joke. If you went to a medical doctor, you died the therapy for, before the disease, if you go to a homeopath, you're going to die of the disease before you die of the care. So, you know, it, it's, an, it's an outstanding joke. But our, everything now from our high school health books that are extolling the virtues of every vaccine with no problems whatsoever and how modern medicine is amazing. Frankly, modern medicine is only responsible for about 1% to 2% of the decline in deaths. It's really fresh water, um, road system, refrigeration, access to food, and cleanliness, you know, sanitation. That is the decline in infectious diseases. And the current system, which is where the pharmaceutical industry is funding the medical schools, the education, the research, everything else, and even the government, um, the New England Journal of Medicine and Harvard says the annual physical is outdated. That means that it can result in a battery of unnecessary tests, ineffective in preventing disease. And I love Dr. Batman Gunji. He just passed, but this was a brilliant doctor. Um, and uh, he said when the medical doctors and all other doctors who hold their out-of-date, ignorant paradigm where disease comes from germs, bad luck or bad genes, will be stunned when they realize that they'll see the many years of learning and memorizing scientific jargons, all the statistical analysis and justifications for treatment protocols, using toxic chemicals and invasive procedures, and the price structures attached to these acquired skills is declared obsolete. That's right. We're in the time frame where 
people will not be looking at the right drug for the right time at the right dosage. And I mean, if you look at scientists, this is out of the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Uh, quote, scientists found that the risk of stroke went up by a third for each blood pressure medication taken. That means three or more blood pressure medications, you're looking at a 248% increase uh, in stroke. I know what you're thinking. Uh, doesn't that, that, I thought blood pressure drugs were helping to prevent stroke. Yeah, uh, that's not true. Okay, remember, this is, again, lies perpetuated by the pharmaceutical industry. Now, I'm going to show you that your body is self-healing, self-regulating. When you have high blood pressure, you have stress, either physical, chemical, or emotional stress. You don't have lack of medications. And so if you take a drug to lower your blood pressure, um, your body is going to constrict those arteries, like putting your thumb over a hose, to raise it. This is why there's an increased risk of stroke. So now, what are you going to do if you're taking blood pressure medications? Well, this is how you get off of the drugs. Number one, there's going to be three things that keep your blood pressure elevated, physical, chemical, or emotional stress. So what you want to do is be able to measure it, but it takes 10 minutes of deep breathing to check your blood pressure, 10 minutes. That means you've got to be sitting there with your arm level with your heart for 10 minutes, diaphragmatic breathing, then you check your blood pressure. If you're doing it less than 10 minutes, you're not getting an accurate read. So once you've checked it, what you're looking for is a number. And it's going to have a high number, systolic, followed by a low number, diastolic. Now, systolic is supposed to be the output of the heart, but it's really not. Diastolic is supposed to be the overall resting pressure of the body, but it's not. And typically, they're going to say, oh, 120 over 80 or 130 over this or one, you know, whatever over something else. Well, what really should be important to doctors is the difference between the high number and the low number, which is actually called pulse pressure. And that difference for, between the high and the low denotes uh, how healthy your blood is. So if your blood is super healthy, that distance between the high number and the low number should be about 40. Um, if it's over 60, it means the blood's not efficient. It means the pump's got to work harder because the blood's not efficient at, at doing its job. And blood does have a job. And your body's got to, I mean, this blood alkalinizes the system, helps with immune systems, carries nutrients, eliminate waste products. The blood's really busy. So when you're looking at how that, that body works and um, when you're checking the output or how much pressure it takes to crush the blood vessels on your arms to eliminate that gurgling sound, that's literally how a blood pressure is taken. So, so um, when you're looking at the number, and don't just say 120 over 80 because this is not based in science. Um, 120 over 80 was in 1994, um, and that was by Joint National Committee 6. Then it was, um, in 2004, it was changed to 115 over 75. And then in 2014, it was changed to 150 over 90 if you're over 50. 
so you can see it's not based in science. It's best just based in luck. So blood pressure is a really poor measurement of your health. Uh, but again, we're in a system that you have generationally been chained, uh, trained to think that the medical doctor is basing his input to you, to your health, in science. And it's just not based in science. It's based in pharmaceuticals. Because we have a pharmaceutical industry that um, pays for the medical education. They pay the school research. Um, they provide the products. They fund the government. And, and I'm telling you, the real Anthony Fauci, that book by Robert Kennedy, I would totally, completely recommend because you will find out that even though you're going to your Kaiser doctor or your medical doctor who's a very nice person, they're trained incorrectly. They're trained to give you a chemical to alter your physiology, not to look at your physiology as an intelligent response by the body. So let's just take, take blood pressure, for instance. Number one, don't take two drugs together. Okay, that's bottom line. Uh, you don't want to take two drugs together um, because that, that can increase your risk of stroke. You know, still follow your doctor's recommendation because, again, the people that, that make the laws in this country um, actually are, are governed by the people that pay for their campaigns. It, it's not right, but it's true. And so we have a law in this country that each doctor can't uh, be their own doctor, okay, and can't deal with the patient directly. So if a medical doctor prescribes a drug, it has to be a medical doctor to take the patient off of the drug. But luckily, we don't have any laws that tell you that you're forced to take the drug. So... Um, you're able to stop it. Like Dr. McDougall has a center, True North, that the very first day, he gets 100% of people off of all the drugs except for insulin, just has them throw the drugs in the trash can, but he has an in-house facility where he can start to hydrate them. He can start to give them antioxidants. He can literally start getting their body healthy immediately. And anybody taking multiple medications Ask them this one question. If you were left on a deserted island and you only had fresh fruit, fresh water, fresh veggies um, to eat with, and no access to pharmaceuticals, would your health improve or decline? You're talking 100% of people would say improve. So this is not a, a rare occurrence. You know innately inside of your, your body, your soul, knows that just taking drugs doesn't really help the body get healthier. So um, it's up to you. You should be your own doctor. And I tell my, my patients, the best doctor in the world is inside of you. So if you're going to check your blood pressure, just using this as an example, deep diaphragmatic breathe for 10 minutes, and then you check it, okay? And realize that it takes 10 minutes to check your blood pressure. Then you write that number down. And, and then you can call your doctor because it will be lower, and tell them that you're experiencing effects of the drug. And, you know, if you just look up side effects, like rxlist.com is a great one to find out the effects of the drug. Um, you tell them that you're experiencing some of those, because you are, um, and that you'd, you'd like to get off of the drug. Or 
um, get off of one of the four or five blood pressure drugs you're taking. And he's going to lecture you. He's going to say blood pressure, high blood pressure is the silent killer. You feel good when you have it, and it just strokes you out. Okay, thank you for the warning, Doc. Um, but my blood pressure is now normal and too low, and I'm experiencing the negative effects of the drugs. Okay, well, you know, he'll tell you cut it in half for a couple of weeks. You'll cut it in half, and you'll see it's still too low. Then you'll cut it in half again, and it's still too low. And eventually, he may tell you to get off of it, because some people are going to understand that the diuretics damage the kidneys. The uh, ACE inhibitors um, actually can damage lung tissue and kidneys. All of these things decrease oxygen to the brain. They all toxify the body. It, it's it's kind of like, why don't you fix the problem? If somebody has physical, chemical, or emotional stress, they're going to um, be stressed out. Now, like tonight, Dr. Tony, we're going to go over statin drugs, how they actually increase hardening of the arteries and heart failure. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy because this stuff does not need to be um, regulated. The stress needs to be addressed. But we're looking at nearly 100 years of the pharmaceutical intervention has taken precedence. Now, one of the things, I like the Radiant Green and Pomegranate Plus and only because it's simple and neat. You put a couple of scoops in a shaker glass, shake it up and down it, and it's, it's delicious. But it's super food and has massive antioxidants and nutrients in it. So you can get this into the system. Now, not only is that hugely important, but it gives you the right materials. Now, coenzyme Q is also something that's fantastic. Because if you are taking a cholesterol or blood pressure drugs, the first cholesterol um, test or trials that they did, they mixed coenzyme Q10 to prevent heart attacks, which was a common effect of the cholesterol-lowering drugs. Well, sure enough, since it was expensive to manufacture, with the uh, coenzyme Q10 in, they took the coenzyme Q10 out. So now we're seeing heart attacks, heart failure from the cholesterol-lowering drugs. So um, coenzyme Q10, hugely important. Lowering the blood pressure. Look at soluble fibers and deep breathing. When we look at pain, what are you going to do with pain? Okay, you can take an Advil, Motrin, Aleve, except those are non-steroidal anti-inflammatories that weaken your body's ability to build healthy joints. It literally stops proteoglycan production, the building block of cartilage. So what, what can you do? Um, there's multiple things. Number one pain reliever that you can get is water. Water is fantastic. Most people are dehydrated. And all the joints in your body are hydraulic. They need fluid. So getting the blood healthy will decrease a boatload of pain. Um, uh, Radiant Greens, Tony, he's got a joint support, which is excellent. It's got a lot of different nutrients in it. Um, and also look at things, because inflammation is how the body heals. So inflammation creates free radicals. So anything that takes care of free radicals will help with joint pain and help heal the joints. So look at vitamin C, powerful antioxidant. Look at omega-3s, powerful antioxidant, fantastically good for you. 
Um, so juicing, blending, fantastic. And then when you look at if you've ever had bursitis or tendonitis, I wouldn't recommend uh, ice on there at all. But heat will rush blood to that joint, and that will increase the blood flow to that joint because joints are all hydraulic. And if you're um, hydrating that or putting heat on there, blood's going to flow to that joint and actually start to regenerate. It's fantastic. And now omega-3s, super important, but make sure that you get, um, if, you, if you can have animals, anchovy, mackerel, sardine. If not, look at flaxseed, but you've got to take a boatload of it. Look at uh, chia seeds, hemp seeds, very high in omega-3s. Um, so look at every other food product that you can have. But let food be your medicine and medicine be your food. So there's multiple, multiple things that you can take to help with your body regenerating the joints. Remember, you don't want joint pain to go away. That joint pain is there telling you that the body is trying to heal those joints. Now, let's say that you've been diagnosed with uh, type 2 diabetes, which is a stressor, um, and you know that taking the medication, if, if you take, let's say, glucophage or um, metformin, these things, they lower blood glucose, but insulin remains high. Uh, this is why if you reduce blood glucose 9% by taking metformin or glucophage, there's a 19% increase in death. Okay, I know that sounds crazy, but this was published in the British Medical Journal. If you reduce blood glucose by 14%, you get a 43% increase in death. Now, type 2 diabetes is your body is in a stress state. You're either taking in too much energy or you're not burning it up. So it's not that you don't produce enough insulin. You are. It's that the insulin's job is to get blood sugar, glucose, out of the blood into the cells. And if, that, if the cells become full of glucose, they can't take any more, they say your body is insulin resistant. You're resisting the insulins um, knocking on the door, so to speak, to allow the, the glucose to flow in. So what can you do? Um, I, I like alpha lipoic acid. That's an excellent one. Exercise is a great one. You know, physical, chemical, emotional stress. But if you're taking a drug to alter your blood sugar, okay, you're increasing risk of heart attack. So alpha lipoic acid. Now, what's interesting, it's both water and fat soluble, and it um, is able to regenerate itself after neutralizing free radicals. Now, they show, show it's very good in balancing blood sugar, secondary effects to diabetes. It protects the brain, protects the liver, and boosting immune system and T cells. Now, one of the, and this is kind of odd, because when you're looking at nutrients and supplements, you'll see empirical data that people will say, oh my God, this helps with, with uh, gout, with lung issues, with bowel disorders. It's amazing. But you can't say that in an advertisement. Why? Because, again, we have a pharmaceutically controlled government and society. So they are trying to eliminate any product that um, counterdicts counter or counteracts uh, the um, usage of pharmaceutical products. So if you're concerned with high cholesterol and somebody says, look, cholesterol is actually 
uh, use for tissue repair or hormone production. What you need is to get sleep better. You need to exercise better. You need to have a healthier diet. And then your body will have the raw materials to build a healthy system. And sure enough, that works. And I, I love when, when you see these uh, commercials. When diet and exercise uh, fail to achieve a good blood pressure, try blah, blah, blah. Okay, side effects may be, you know, and then they go on for five minutes. Well, let's face it, diet and exercise always work. Okay, except if you're in a stressed state. Dieting is great, but that means you're eating like your great-grandparents. If you have weight in the belly, seat, and thighs, that's called a cortisol-mediated metabolic state. That means that you are in a stressed state. If, you, if your diet is healthy, organic, plant-based, we're eating animal products, but they're only healthy animals, and you're pooping three times a day, and you're sleeping great, you're sleeping good, solid seven and a half hours a day. You're waking up with tons of energy refreshed. You have a great positive mental attitude. That's living. But if you have one bowel movement a day or less, you have poor sleep patterns. Your joints are achy and hurting. That's, that's in a stressed state. So we've got to change that. And so looking at how the body works, um, giving a supplement you don't want to prescribe a supplement like you prescribe a drug. In the pharmaceutical world, you get symptom therapy, symptom therapy. In the natural world, you get symptom is the body adapting to a toxic and deficient circumstance. How can we turn this around and get the body into a healthy status? So think of that again. If you have pain or symptom, Okay, when your body's in a stress state, it's your body trying to adapt to a stress state. And this could be dis deficiency, toxicity, um, physical, chemical, or emotional stress. And it, then that's what most of these diseases are. So high cholesterol, type 2 diabetes, elevations in blood pr pressure, those are not diseases. Those are adaptations to stress. And to uh, drug the symptom of ad adaptation without addressing the underlying cause is crazy. Now, I'm going to bring up a couple of other cases. This one guy, 56 years old, and we're, we're talking, you know, reasonably healthy guy, but he was taking 10 different medications. And you're talking aspirin to thin the blood, um, you know, Tylenol for joint pain, steroids for asthma, uh, the, one of the proton pump inhibitors for indigestion, metformin for blood sugar. Of course, the guy had constipation because he's drugged, okay, um, muscle spasm. So how do you get off of that nightmare? Well, what you do is you start at the basics. You're building a body. Get your physical uh, and nervous system checked for stressors. Because if you have loss of curve or reverse curve of the neck, your body's going to do everything it can to compensate for that. And if I'm standing on your foot, your blood pressure is going to go up. So you've got to look for the physical stress. If you do a live blood cell analysis or full body thermography, you're going to find the chemical stressors. Okay, and then if you're young and healthy, and that's who you identify with, young and healthy, and your body is breaking down, 
Okay, that's an emotional stressor. So there's ways when you're addressing the physical, chemical, and emotional stressors, you're able to um, fix the person. I mean, at here we address the physical and chemical and emotional stressors, and you literally see the body change. Um, it's like prostate issues. Oh my God, there are so many people out there that are taking non-steroidal anti-inflammatories from pain. Uh, indicating low back pain or pelvic pain, and this is compromising. It's telling your body that the nerves, the, the prostate pain, are either compromised, it's from deficiency or toxicity. You may be exposed to endocrine disruptors, which is going to be glues, plastic, pesticides. Um, that can damage the prostate, and the prostate's on the floor of where you're sitting. So an, an inconsistent... Um, uh, movement system, like let's say you're you're sitting a lot, a sedentary lifestyle, that you're sitting on the ischial tube, which is the butt bone, and that can destabilize the pelvic floor. So you get a mechanical distortion causing altered nerve supply to the prostate, and then you get a chemical assault from plastics and dairy and things that can attack that prostate because they're hormones and they're they're kind of like hormones called endocrine disruptors. And then if you have good, healthy stool formation, the way the prostate is located, it goes, the rectum goes right behind the prostate. So good, healthy stool formation massages the prostate every time you poop. So this is why people with healthy diets, they have healthy prostates. And then prostate massage, fantastic. But if you're a man living in this world You've got to get a prostate formula, and, and Dr. Tony's is one of the best. Um, so we're going to be covering all of this tonight, but blood pressure, cholesterol. So how do you get off of blood pressure drugs? Um, get educated. Deep breathe 10 minutes before you check it, um, and then you could talk to the doctor and see if they'll help you. But you're working in a system where there is no protocols to get you off of medications. It's like, um, are kids vaccinated today? Yeah, they get 72 doses of 17 different vaccines. And you might think that's a lot. Yeah, but there's no science to say that, that 30 vaccine is better than 70, which is not as good as 210 vaccines. So when you're looking at the modern medical world, it's not based in science. Um, and nobody is going to say, look, you're taking 15 drugs, 16 is going to make you healthier. Okay, so, but we're in this mindset of the doctor giving me this prescription that I must follow it. So this is when you got to be like that old movie network. You've got to get mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore. You're going to go to the window and shout, hey, I'm not going to be taking these chemicals that are damaging my body. Because let's face it, if you're taking a diuretic for, for swelling in your tissue, which is a tissue production problem, and the diuretic also is lowering your blood pressure, it's called a water pill, and then the diuretic is damaging your kidneys. Well, the kidneys are the blood filter. So eventually, after years of taking a diuretic, you're going to end up with lowered kidney function, and then they're going to put you on dialysis. Uh, it's, it's, it's an insane, psychotic um, makeup of what we think is healthcare. So we just 
don't need to do it. You can cancel it right now. Deep breathe before you check your blood pressure. Ten minutes. Um, if you have joint pain, give your body all of the materials to regenerate the joints. Uh, if you have lung issues or breathing issues, realize that those lungs need fluid. They need healthy blood to transfer that nutrient. So how is your sleep patterns? How is your gut health? Knowing that that's 80% of the immune system. So if you have a leaky gut, if you have inappropriate gut flora, your lungs aren't going to work well because you're looking at neurotransmitters are produced in the gut. But the gut is literally where your body is getting the raw materials. So you get the carbohydrate digestion in the mouth, the protein digestion in the stomach, fat digestion right beyond the stomach and the duodenum. So all these areas give you the building blocks to build your whole system. And that's the key. You've got to get that system working correctly. And, and it's really designed by God. So your body gets symptoms for a reason. Symptoms are never that you're not taking enough drugs. So get out there. Find a practitioner that cares, somebody that um, understands the pharmaceutical control of the medical system and understands anatomy and physiology. We're having courses now in anatomy and physiology that are amazing. It's the last, uh, the third Thursday of every month, or the last Thursday, something like that, through the Dr. BVIP, but we're teaching people anatomy, physiology, neurology, so that you guys can actually learn this stuff. And you, can, if you want to go to a medical doctor, you can, but you're going to be talking on an even footing. So if they say, yes, uh, uh, stomach ulcers come from low stomach acid, you could say, well, no, that's not true, that the lower esophageal sphincter tightens up on presence of acid. Yeah, you're going to be armed to the teeth. So check it out tonight. This is going to be on Dr. BVIP and uh, YouTube and Facebook. And um, then we're going to post it live. But we got that special guest uh, tonight. So this is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.